everybody. Welcome to the show. You know where you are, the nine at nine with me, Tigo. And today is, I believe, the second Monday of the month, which means we're talking about mental fitness. And if you watched last month, we gave you a little bit of insight of where Corey came into this particular thing and where he's going with it. So sit right there because he's going to show you how to live your 10. Hmm. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. You heard me right. Corey Chadwick is here. We're going to talk about mental fitness because hey, it's the second Monday of the month and that's what we do on the second Monday. But he told me today he's going to show us how to live our 10. Hey Corey, what does that mean? Hey, Tigo. Um, so living your 10 in a real nutshell is living your best life as the best version of yourself and doing it your way on your on your own terms. Uh, what we're really talking about here is living a truly happy and fulfilled life. We're talking about having incredible, meaningful relationships. We're talking about realizing your potential, like really becoming that best version of yourself and living a purposeful life, you know, knowing that you had a real positive impact on the people around you, the community around you and possibly the world. Well, people come into the world. I mean, I get up every day hoping that this is going to be one of my best days ever. And then, of course, you know, life's what happens, as my mother used to say. Life's what happens while you're making other plans. So how do you live your best life? If you got that answer, man, you're about to be my best friend. How do you live your best life? Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's a big answer. Um, (laughs) Maybe not one I can, you know, we can cover in nine minutes. But um, it starts with the decision quite frankly, you know, I I really do think about life on a scale from one to 10. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is where the idea of live your 10 came from. It came to me when I was much lower on that scale. I was at kind of the lowest point in my life. I had just lost my mom. Um, She passed away uh, in a a hard way. Um, I was in a low place. And this is when I saw that, you know, this is, this is bad. Like this is the worst it can get. Then I thought, well, if this is the worst it can get, there must be a best, right? If there's a worst, there must be a best. So what's the best it can get? And this is when this idea of live your 10 came to me. And the very first thing that, that showed up to me about living your 10 is I asked myself, what's the most important thing in life? If you had to pick just one thing to score a 10 on, what would it be? Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's a question that we ask ourselves. And it's a question we need to ask ourselves. What really matters most? Now, in speaking with many, many people over the years and, and doing this, this work for, for as long as I have, there's really one answer that keeps showing up over and over and over again. And it's got different variations and different themes and different details, but it's all the same thing. We want okay. to be happy and we want to feel fulfilled. Okay. I, I agree. Right. Like, and, and the reason that we do the things that we do when we talk about health and relationships and, and the work that we do, it's all for that reason that we, we want to be happy. We're hoping to be happy and we want to feel fulfilled. And I just want to say really quickly, those are different things happiness and fulfillment. Happiness is a very short-term, moment-to-moment type of thing. Fulfillment is more of a, a lasting, long-term sense of joy. Um, and most fact, don't have it. I mean, let's just talk about that. Most never get that far, you know? Right. I don't think my father ever felt fulfilled, and he lived to 87. You know, he had his happy moments, usually on a riverbank, you know, mm-hmm. catching bass or crappies. But I don't think he ever felt fulfilled. He was like, 
Life's just something you do. You right. know, that was him. So that's very interesting that you say that. Yeah. And a lot of us can relate to that, right? We're doing what we think we're supposed to be doing. We're working hard and we try to take good care of our families and we're aspiring to a certain level of success and all of these things really for no other reason other than we were told this is what we're supposed to do and this is how mm -hmm. life works. And so we just keep doing it the same way we've always done it. We think the same way, we make decisions the same way, we behave the same way. And hey, guess what? We get the same results as everybody else. And I realized kind of at a younger age that the people in my life who were doing well and were successful by a lot of measures and were good people and smart people and loving people, they weren't fulfilled. Yeah. And I was like, well, what's wrong here? Something's not adding up because this is what I'm told that I'm supposed to be doing with my life too. But something's clearly missing here. Yeah. And so I and started- fulfillment is, has nothing to do with money for anybody out there that's thinking that. It, it doesn't matter. If you're a billionaire or if you're working, you know, paycheck to paycheck, fulfillment has nothing to do with money. Let's just put that yeah. out there. <laughs> and it doesn't. It really doesn't. Fulfillment really comes from three things. It comes from your personal growth. It comes from developing really deep, meaningful relationships. And it comes mm -hmm. from making a contribution. So mm -hmm. giving back, influencing people, impacting people, those are the three areas where fulfillment is going to come from from the, uh, from the most. And the question that I asked myself was, and this is a question I encourage everybody to ask yourself is, is what I'm doing in life, are the actions that I'm taking and the decisions that I'm making, are, am I doing that with prioritizing fulfillment in mind? Or am I doing it just because, again, that's the way it's always been done? Because if you're not yeah. finding fulfillment, and that is the most important thing, then something's not adding up and we got to make some adjustments. And I'm not talking about overhauling your life. I'm not saying, okay, it's time to quit your job and, and leave your family and move to some deserted island somewhere. Not at all. I'm not we can start no. making some, some, uh, we can start making some adjustments some tweaks um, to, to help you really bridge the gap between who you are and who you want to be and living a five, six, seven and, and living your tent. That's amazing. So let me ask you something because in the earlier episode that we did for last month, um, you spoke about your childhood and, and growing up and, and mental illness. And, and for everybody out there watching, if you didn't see that episode, go back, go look, check it out. Cause it's something you definitely want to see um, and, and feel you, you will feel it when he talks about it. But I got to ask you, you know, usually when you're under the age of 25, you feel like you can, you know, move mountains with your nose and sure. nails and you're fine and you never have to worry about that kind of stuff. So do you feel like that, because of the situations that you went through, that you got the inside look at what life really is at a really early age, as opposed to like most of us who really don't take the blinders off until we're 40 and go, oh, that's what I'm supposed to be doing. Is yeah. that how you feel about it? Yeah, very much. It's a, such a great question. Um, so I, I got introduced to what I would call kind of more real life at a very early age. So I, I mm -hmm. think we talked last time about that brain virus that I had when I was 16. Um, we talked about my mother's mental illness and, and yeah. she ended up taking her own life. Well, before that, I remember I was, I think I was in the second grade and my parents split up for the first time and you're like, Whoa, like what happened to my like nice, lovely yeah. little life here? You know, like my whole world just got rocked. And what that showed me was that life has these different sides to it and things do happen and life can be hard. And you know what? It's not supposed to be easy. It's, it's okay that it's hard. It's, I like the challenge. I like that it's that it's hard. If some, you know, it's hard, it's hard. It's worth doing, and it's worth doing right. And that doesn't mean life should be a struggle. It just means that it that it's challenging is a good thing. Um, and so 
Yeah, I, I mean, I, there's certainly times in my life where I felt invincible. I think when I had that brain virus, part of my getting through it was a little bit of a, a naive attitude that like, you know, nothing's actually going to happen to me, even though I could have easily died from it. Um, oh. But yeah, I, I think getting that perspective early was important. Also, some things that were important is I, I was I learned to think differently early. Also, my father was a lawyer, very bright guy. Um, and he would come home at dinner and he would sit me down and he would present me with a, a situation. He'd say like, here's this legal situation or here's this world issue or this news topic. And he'd say like, what do you think about this? And he'd really challenge me to think. And I think oh, about that's my awesome. Yeah, it was great. You know what? It was, I loved it. My dad like, talked he, about sports. <laughs> and we talked about sports too. Um, but I, I loved when he would challenge me. I really loved it. And I would think about my answer and I would give him my answer my response to whatever he said. And he'd always say the same thing. He'd say like, you know, good answer. You thought that out well. I like your point of view. But what about this? And he would just play devil's uh, advocate. And he would always play devil's advocate. And as frustrating as that was, it really helped me stretch to see different perspectives, to learn how to think differently, to understand that the way I see something isn't the only way that it is. And so that really, I think, set the table for me um, combined with this kind of getting slapped in the face with real life at a very early age, I think it really set the table for me to, uh, to figure a lot of this stuff out as I started getting older. So for your client base, are you talking with entrepreneurs? Are you talking with college students? Are you talking with, you know, people that are about to retire and go, wait a minute, I missed something, you know, who is your target audience? Yeah. So, I mean, we always say that the mental gym is for everybody, but we also appreciate that it's not for everybody. Um, it's for anybody who feels like maybe they're at a, you know, six or a seven and they want to be living there 10 and they feel like they have it in them. They just don't know how to get there. It's for people who enjoy being challenged, bright people who, who really do enjoy being challenged to think and explore different perspectives and think differently. It's for people who want to be their best. It's for people who want amazing relationships and want to live purposefully and want to realize their potential. It's all of these things. What we don't say is it's not really a, a demographic thing. So you can be a college student. You can be in your 30s and 40s kind of working towards the prime of your career, being ambitious. You can be pre-parent. You can be a parent. We've got a lot of parents with, with young families. That's, that's a popular thing. But we've also got, you know, people in their you know, 30s who are maybe pre-parent um, or 30 years old kind of thing. And we've got, a, you know, grandfather. We've got the, the whole range. Um, that's awesome. It, it really is great. And yet everyone's got the same thing in common. Different walks of life, different people, different experiences. The thing they have in common is they don't want to live a six or a seven. They want to live their 10 and they want to be around other people who think the same way as they do. All right, my friend, Corey, you know that he's going to cut us off in a second. So I just want to thank you for being on you guys. If you want to get in touch with Corey, go to Tigo direct, type in Corey, type in mental fitness, reach out to this guy and get involved because, Hey, I want to live my 10. I hope you want to live your 10 too. Thanks for hanging out with us for today, Corey. I can't wait to see what we talk about next month. Uh, thanks Tigo. Excited for it. Talk to you soon. Hey, everybody, you know, I appreciate you watching the show today. I hope you'll be watching the show next time. And as always, I'm Tigo. I'll talk to you next time. <laughs>